Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 127 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-host. My name is Craig. I moved. New setup yeah, yeah. behind me here. We're all set. Um, I'm not I'm not officially put away, but I had to go with this first because this was the most important, obviously. Yeah, the, it's the same name, but new set. Yes, correct. It looks nice. I really like it. Uh, my name's Craig as well. Uh, same old set. <laughs> but uh, Craig, your, your digs are looking good for anybody who is watching. I really like that. That area right there looks really more good. space. Do people say, I, do people say I like your digs? I, I, get, um, I like your digs. Not I, in the past twenty years. Yeah, I heard that yes, referred I to really. like I like your digs as cloth clothing, but never like where your <laughs> where, where 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 your crib is at. I like your threads. Yeah, yeah, like threads. threads. <laughs> that was clothes. That's another like one. Your crib. Your crib is nice. Your well, what you can nice. always what you can always count on this podcast is the news because that's always going to be here. So we have a jam packed news this week. So let's get right into it. First off, we'll go off with kind of the freshest and hottest news of them all is the fact that GTA Six is leaked uh, gameplay leak with female and male lead characters with them on a boat, shop, and other settings. They talk about Vice City locations as well, seems to be on this, uh, on it, and it also confirms that both of these characters and that they were going for a quote-unquote Bonnie and Clyde type uh, atmosphere to it. Did either of you get to watch the videos? Yeah, I watched them. I did not have a chance to watch them. I'm interested to see what you guys say about them, though. Uh, so uh, it looks like GTA, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah. Like, it is, yeah. it's pre-alpha. So it is right. not anything. It's not meant to blow your socks okay. off or anything like that. In, in all honesty, uh, this I will say this also it started out as a leak and then was later confirmed by Rockstar and then went, yeah, you know, it's out there. So I feel like they're upset. Yeah, they are upset. <laughs> that is absolutely for sure. They and there's a lot of work on the legal team now. Uh, yep. I was trying to watch the videos of it and like the main video or whatever videos like they're getting taken down left and right. I was able to watch some of it. I was able to watch some of it. Did you see the one in the restaurant when she was holding up the restaurant? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I I mean, I wouldn't say it's like when you compare it to the last game they did, which would have been Red Dead, right? It it doesn't look as good. But again, this is like a super pre-alpha, very early um development so i expect it to look phenomenal um there were some videos where they had like somebody had done a side-by-side of vice city and then the same street in this and it looks really good um i don't know i mean it's hard to go off of something so early to me i was like yeah that looks like a gta game um that's not that's pretty much all you can say i know it sucks for them because you know they want to make a trailer where they come out and be like GTA six, it's got a female lead. It's it's in Vice yeah. City. That all would have been huge and now that's been taken away from them. But it's only gonna make more hype for the game now. Yeah, true. Don't they don't they tend to like to like have like a very bomb drop yeah. kind of trailer when they actually release footage? I mean it's Rockstar in name and in practice, you know, right. in terms right. of who they are. And you know, it's it's funny that it got leaked in that 
when you're thinking about how long they claimed it was going to take to make anyway, like you, like you guys were saying pre alpha, like this is Mm -hmm. alpha, 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 you know? Yeah. We are. Yeah. This Um, is stuff you don't see. That's the main thing. Like while watching, uh, like just a comment on like the footage while watching like the, I think the female characters in a strip club Mm -hmm. and you can kind of see that like the character that's, uh, or whichever girl is on like the pole, is like it's literally like a mannequin like you can see like you know like joints in her arm and that kind of thing and it's because they never you know like this this is modeling stuff that hasn't even been worked on they're just set pieces or set pl- or set pieces i should say right. so there yeah. is so much more that has to still happen to this game i didn't expect to be blown away by any means uh but right. i am a little like i'm i'm kind of sad for the rockstar team just because this had the potential to like be a huge drop. You know, they've, everybody's been quite tight lipped about it. Everybody's been kind of like, Oh, this is what we think is going to happen. Did some of these rumors end up being true anyway? Sure. Of course it is, but it doesn't really compare to when they released that first trailer. And you're like, Oh my God, you finally get to see if anything you said was correct or not. Right. Yeah. I mean, there was like above every NPC's head, there was like their code of what they were doing. Right. And it would be like, (laughs) pointed a she like pointed a gun at somebody and there was like a code that was like angry something i forget what it said but it said like mm-hmm. angry over it so yeah i mean this is super super early we're still years away i bet you we're still a good six months to a year away from a trailer really i don't even think they're anywhere remotely close to that but no. it may force them to put one out earlier now yeah that's what i'm thinking too you, we might have been like six months to a year now because of what's happened it may mm-hmm. have been even longer because they're going to announce the game and be like, okay, it's still two, three, four years away. But right. you know, mm-hmm. now, now they're going to release it earlier and say, Oh, we're still five or six years away for that matter. It can't be that long. You never know. <laughs> it better not be. That's insane. I'm going to go I with, to take... I'm going to go with uh 2025. Okay. Yeah, I sense, mean, you want yeah. them to take their time, but yeah. like not, not like, t- I mean, we're still greedy. We want the game. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Who's so next? then what we'll do is we'll go into the Nintendo Direct then. Okay. Sound, sound fair? All right. Nintendo Direct. Okay. Give me those uh, juicy correct. details. Uh, so already calling it Game of the Year, Fire Emblem Engage uh, <laughs> was, was announced. Yes. New Fire Emblem coming out literally in January. I only have to wait three months for it. Yep. Mostly for um yeah nobody ever needs to play a game again fire (laughs) emblem is back baby uh in full force but in all honesty we get like a really beefy uh trailer out of it the the trailer shows the main character whether it will be boy or girl depending on what you want also has heterochromia has like two shade you know two different eye colors and uh on top of that to her head's red or blue or hair is red or blue depending seems like the big game mechanic will be here is summoning legendary heroes uh it this seems to be drawing from fire emblem heroes big time uh Mm. they literally mentioned in this trailer that like at one point there was a huge war and they called upon the ancient spirits of like past times in order to like rectify the war with this uh well it's usually called the fell dragon is what it's called so anime is heck i know (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it seems as though like the main character is able to call upon uh, heroes of the past. They really showcased Marth uh, and you get to yes, inherit some of his inherit some of his abilities. 
They also showed a female character who wasn't either of the main characters with this type of ring that can call on other ones. Celica was the other one that the female one mm. uh, also called upon. I also thought it looked really good. I'm kind of surprised. Like yeah. it is, it is anime like cutscenes, so they're pretty easy to make. To be honest, like I don't, they don't require like gigs upon gigs upon gigs of storage. Uh, unlike you know when you're playing something in the PlayStation or Xbox. But I can't say how excited I am, and it even makes me more excited that I don't have to wait that long for it. Uh, I just, I hope that this is really like a standalone uh, game with no pay-to-win sort of things. This, like, summoning portion of things does make me question it a little bit, because anybody who's played Fire Emblem Heroes, Nintendo's mobile game, this game has racked in gajillions of dollars for Nintendo. It is still their (laughs) number Mm. one, like, gotcha game by far. Uh, and it's been going on for some years now. And I just hope that the the borrowing of these ideas from Fire Emblem Heroes does not carry over to engage to the point where I'm paying yeah. and hoping to be able to, you know, summon or use an ancient, you know, Corrin from Fire Emblem Fates or Ike from Path of Radiance or Miyaka from Radiant Dawn. Like I've, I won't go into all the bunch of characters. Yeah, Craig's like, who are these people? Was that English? Yeah, that was not English. I mean, they'll get you with Ike. They'll get. You'll pay for Ike. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'll pay. I put. I'll pay for Ike just from Smash because that's my first experience with Ike is from Super Smash Brothers. You know. But yeah, that yeah, there were many friends that came up to me that went, "Oh, look, Marth's in it." That guy from Fire from uh, Smash Brothers, and I would just put my head on <laughs> hand on my head oh, and shake man. my head like you people. But what did you guys think? You, uh, uh, yeah, you guys agree it's game of the year, no questions asked, and everything. Yeah, right. That's. I mean, yeah. I know I'm not going to play it. There's, I, we promise there's no talking in this one, Craig. It's There's like, always it's not... talking. I played the last one, right? I played it for a couple hours. Three houses? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just not... I know it's not my type of game. I don't have anything against it. I think they're well-made games. And I gave Three Houses a, a decent shot. I just... it's I don't enjoy really, like, the combat style. And as far as the story goes, it, it didn't really, like, grab me. So... I know it's not for me, and that's fine. You guys can more than welcome fight for it next year for Game of the Year. But it'll be in January, so you will have forgotten about it by the time we get to next December. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say it's Game of the Year or it, that it will be Game of the Year. I am excited for it, though. Cowards. But I'm also... I'm a- Absolute <laughs> cowards. <laughs> I mean, something happened later in the direct that made me think that was going to be game of the year. But anyway, that's um, if it doesn't get delayed for the seven hundredth time. Yeah, that's that's fair. I um, I'm a new Fire Emblem person, but I do like that type of style, um, that gameplay. I didn't mind the the school aspects from Three Houses, where you basically did the education to further advance your characters, like that kind of stuff. That's but that's going to like a that's a very specific person who likes that. Fortunately, that's like a lot, like it's a, that's a lot of a, like a, a huge demographic of that specific person. It, uh, it looks good. And I audibly screamed Marth when I saw Marth on screen. <laughs> like I, I screamed Marth cause I was, I'm very excited for it. I didn't realize it was going to be this soon. I know that really made you excited, Barry, when you saw that. Yeah. I, I, I can't believe I don't have to that. wait like a year, two years, a year and a half. 
I just January, January. I just have to make yeah. it till January. I just not, I have to not die until January. Once January I comes around, and I play engage. Don't you feel like that came out of nowhere? Absolutely. Like uh, there, right? the one thing that I had seen, and it's because I fall. I'm on Reddit. Is there was a like a screenshot of the care of one of the main characters, but how the gameplay, what the story was about, was all like very tight lipped. And to me, that's like it was great. Uh, it's it's the kind of excitement like GTA Six wants to have, but you know it got leaked mm-hmm. where fire emblem got to have that sort of excitement because of the fact that it's you know they're working on it and it's practically done it'll be it'll be out in no time here i just need to yeah, fight everybody for the collector's edition that's you all hope. as i always do didn't you get the last one yes i did i thought so yes yeah no shame in his voice <laughs> of other announcements uh speaking of more anime stuff uh octopath traveler 2 gets gets announced yep yeah awesome turn-based 8-bit jrpg uh looks to be just building upon what they had they gave you they showed you more characters there's another dancer hunter kind of a gunslinger type one this time around really excited for uh octopath traveler 2 i just hope that they switch though yeah not just on switch Yep. Uh, it was. It's on other consoles uh, as well. I yeah. I just hope they meet demand this time around. Like Octopath Traveler, yep. like was such kind of a a sudden hit for a lot of people that for a bit there you couldn't even get your hands on the game uh, because there wasn't there yeah. wasn't enough made. So hopefully they hopefully they expect you know good sales this time around because Octopath Traveler Two is a really good RPG. Uh, Atelier Rise mm-hmm. of Three. Uh, another Atelier Ryza game. Everybody knows me as the Atelier Ryza guy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's great. Uh, there's another one coming out for Switch, the third uh, version of the game. Happy that there's a third one. We'll keep going there. And uh, I'll let Craig talk about some of the other stuff. But I have to talk about Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line. Yeah. I, oh like that. That was God. the surprise. Yes. That was the surprise mm-hmm. of the show Ew. for me. I thought this I thought this was dead. I never thought I'd see it, but the fact that we're getting it on yeah. Switch, it has every single Final Fantasy, 385 songs. You could play this game every day for a year, yeah. and you'd only have to play each song once. On top of that, mm-hmm. there's online play. On top of that, they're adding DLC, where there's going to be near added into it, near music. So it's like, I... It's... I am cool. so excited. I love like I, I Craig and I love rhythm games and Final Fantasy has some yeah. of the best music video game music out there. I have vinyls of them downstairs. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's yeah, just do. so nice to see uh, like the theater rhythm get like another chance to shine because on 3DS I loved that. I, I love that series. The little stylist, the music, everything like that. It was awesome. <laughs> and now you get to have it on so Switch. Cool. Yeah, I am so, so excited to finally have that. I feel like that could be my go-to portable game for the Switch. For yeah, I can already tell it'll be mine. Yeah. So that get, fits that build. Get, uh. Yeah, just get a good pair of headphones and just like just get to you know play, listen to music. It's gonna be it's awesome. Like I love. I can't tell you how yep. much I love Theater Rhythm uh, when it was on the 3DS, or it, I think it was yeah. on the DS as well. So. Hey, uh, Barry, what is your? What is your top, like, Final Fantasy collection, like, 
of of songs like would you say eight seven nine so for me actually six. final fantasy 13 2 is my favorite <laughs> music wise i uh, and then and then it's final fantasy 7 for me look i i don't know okay. why to be completely honest like i didn't get to pl- get i didn't get into the final fantasy series late like i played 13 and then I played 13 two, and then I went back to seven and then I played 10 and beat 10 and then I played 15. So it's like, I I'm definitely more jumped around than other people are, but final fantasy 13 two, like that game and the final boss battle. Like I, t- I talk about how ending is paramount that boss battle and that music was so good. And I was struggling so hard. Like my hands were visibly shaking when I beat the boss. <laughs> um, it, it was one. it's That's like right. one of those moments for me that definitely like put it over the top and make it my favorite. You know what? I never would have expected you to say that answer, but as you described it, that's, you know, that I believe you like, I, be, I believe, I believe in your choice. I mean, I like personally for me eight, but yeah, I that was the first one I played as well. So I was a kid when that that kind of music is still impressionable, and you could still like remember where you were at certain ages because the, of that, and how impressionable music is. Yeah, was is that? eight the one with Squall? Yeah, eight is the one with Squall. And okay, Cypher. that's okay. And Cipher. Yeah, I have no idea who Cipher. I think it. It's AKA the there, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's their second attempt at Cloud and Sephiroth, but it yep. didn't do as well. It's oh, essentially okay. their second attempt at that. But I, it's it's, it, a, it's a great game. Um, ahead, it comes down to what you played as a kid as far as what's your favorite. Because people always are like, oh, yep. four or five is the best. But yeah, for me, like the first one, I I played Final Fantasy on Nintendo. But like the first one I really got into was seven. So like seven, mm-hmm. eight and nine are like my go to's for music. Seven like blew my mind as a young kid. And then I remember um, getting a, a demo disc in the PlayStation magazine for Final Fantasy eight. And just sitting yeah. in the basement with my friends and being like, oh, my God, this is the craziest game we've ever played. Um, and just spending hours and hours on the card game in Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, but yeah, 7, oh, 8, and 9 is so good. That um, card game in 8 is great. It's actually, <laughs> it's really great. For the time, yep. it's, it's yep. fantastic. But I would say, yeah, 7, 8, 9, 10, I think, deserves to be in there. That had some good some music. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're all pretty good. The old stuff's good too. I just don't have like a f- super fond attachment to it. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, eight bit music is a is I, I like put that in a different category for me because like most Final mm-hmm. Fantasy modern games are gonna have these big orchestral pieces where a lot of the times like in the older Final Fantasies and Pokemon games as well, it's all like eight bit. So it's usually like a pretty low res one it's pretty simple but then it's on it like repeats itself pretty you know smoothly as well so where right. where more newer final fantasy 7 games are like you know a 10 piece orchestra set and you're usually finishing the boss within the 10 piece orchestra set or the 10 minute set so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh let's uh craig i'll let you uh talk about some of the other games or anything else you saw at the uh the nintendo direct I'll say that one of the first things that I just have to get off my chest because I couldn't believe it is they're bringing Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Yep. To like to just like the the expansion pass and such like that. I thought that was interesting to see when it happened because for me, I think that it should have been. I mean, you don't you don't want to show your show your whole hand at inception, but that I thought that could have been a real nice one to have at the original launch because 
I mean, that literally is the sleepover game. Yep. It it will forever be the sleepover <laughs> game, especially if you're around like Craig and I's age, because that's yep. that's one of the most fond memories I have. I mean, you have memories of playing Mortal Kombat with your your friends when you were kids. Uh, Tekken was was one for me at least. Hundred percent. But Nintendo had a certain way, and in that time frame of, especially the Nintendo 64, of having the best games to play with, like, four or five people. Um, specifically four, but, like, the fifth person waiting for whoever <laughs> died or didn't do the best or didn't get enough. Like, even before K to D was K to D ratio, you know, like, who had the worst record would pass it on, like, that kind of thing. So it brought back, since we're talking about sentimental things it brought back kind of a nice memory just to kind of see them just put it up on screen have the classic music um with showing you know james bond facing facing the camera and doing his classic gunshot thing that felt like a good thing to announce at least first i mean it's not like a new game but i don't even know if i play it do you guys think you would play it like the the day like when it comes out like when it gets released um I I probably, but it's also like it also got announced that it's coming out on Xbox as well. Um, yeah. So, so but the difference quick. being that the Switch has online, Xbox does not. But Xbox is 4K, the Switch is not. So you're like, yeah. if you want to play online, you got to play it on the Switch. Which I don't see myself playing GoldenEye online. Um, but if you can still do local multiplayer, which to me is more important, right? Because we're all going to yeah. be calling up everybody from our childhood being like, yo, let's, let's all get together and play Goldeneye again. Um, and then it comes down to, would you rather play it on an Xbox controller or a switch controller? Eh, you know, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, still, sure. I understand why I'm going to give them the, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say it took them so long because of licensing issues with James okay. Bond. But I mean, yeah, it's either way, like wherever you play it, it's a awesome game to have uh, to be able to play again. Yeah, for the most part, I'm yeah, with, I'm with say the, that that with was some Craig really said, good yeah. news there. Um, yep. uh, so a couple of things also that I wrote down, I wrote down like a whole list of things because I yep. just figured like there was just so much that happened and I think that one of the interesting things was the Pikmin segment. Now, I'm not a Pikmin guy. I did like the focus that they put on Pikmin, though. Uh, number one, it's really nice that we do have like a 2023 that there's another one coming out. I always looked at that game as a I should play this because like it has some certain qualities that I like, but it also inevitably had others that I wasn't really just excited to actually go and and, and pick up. But I did forget the mark that it made in the video game world because i can't really describe another game that's like that or even remotely like like that i mean there are there are some that have a similar vibe but pikmin did something very specific so it's kind of nice that we're getting that back in there um barry are you a pikmin guy so i i am like i actually find pikmin very therapeutic in a way like it is a it is a game where like yeah there's usually a timer but i never feel too rushed with anything uh finding collecting everything like that's what pikmin has always been about for me so like it's and the puzzle wise mm. and defeating the monsters where it's not it, it's not anything too stressful i 
I am excited to see that there's a Pikmin 4. Like, we did just, like, not not too long ago, we already got Pikmin 3 Deluxe Edition uh, from, from them. So to see another Pikmin mm-hmm. means that the sales were good enough to get another one. And on top of that, I think it's... And you're right, like, they're, they're kind of not... There really isn't another game like Pikmin. Um, it, I really have a hard time trying to, like, even compare another game to Pikmin, to be honest, right now. So, you know, Nintendo has, like, a niche with Pikmin that, like, nobody else has really touched. So, with that, you know, Nintendo, yeah. I think, will keep going it because there is a very strong fan base. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that games like that in japan just sell like hotcakes uh like they just sell 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 for us they don't do as much like you know a part of the news this week is the fact that splatoon the new splatoon game is the biggest selling first person shooter in japan like here it's all about call of duty and and you know and in most of the other world as well but in japan they love splatoon like splatoon is their thing (laughs) And I won't get on a, I don't want to get on a rant, but mini rant, like, I don't know what's in the matchmaking for Splatoon, but like, I've lost 10 straight games and I want to throw my cartridge out the window. I, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not bad at Splatoon. I am average, but I don't know what this ranking <coughs> or what, um, like matchmaking system they have is, but I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting matched with pros and I'm just getting absolutely smacked. There we go. <laughs> There we go. Mini rant. They're trying to make you up your game. <laughs> yeah. Mini. That was a mini rant. That was a, the definition and the time frame of a mini rant. Yeah. Um, smaller things. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles gets an expansion. We could all guess that. They're adding a new hero. With that new hero, I believe, comes two new classics. I need something to get me playing again because it happened with the last Xenoblade Chronicles. You just, you get 60 hours in and then you see, you could see that there's another 60 hours left or 40 hours left. And then it just yep. becomes overwhelming slash a new game comes out. I was hoping I had on my calendar when that game came out, I had when um, Soul Hackers 2 came out and then <laughs> I couldn't beat it before Soul Hackers 2 came out. So I played Soul Hackers 2 and now now i'm not going to go back to xenoblade chronicles or maybe i will i don't know and you won't go back to xenoblade because when you load up the game you're going to be well no you're going to load up the game and you're going to be like where the heck am i i don't know what i'm doing i have to restart but then i just lost 40 to 60 hours of gameplay so yeah xenoblade xenoblade chronicles 3 will just sit in your library until one day you until one day they stop making games and you go you know what i got xenoblade and i got games to play yeah exactly you'll just (laughs) play it all over again (laughs) Yep. Yes. That's what these games are for. It's for the Will gaming that day ever come? Maybe. Who knows? Will it's that day ever apocalypse. come where we like go back and actually finish all these games that we've half played or 75% played? Unless they stop releasing know. games as know. a whole, there's no way I can. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why that's why like the short like, storytelling stuff is so popular right now for me cuz like I can get a game done and I'd be like, "Wow, I accomplished something today." Where, you know, it's Unless it's Persona 5 released for the 17th time in the last, you know, six years, it's going to be hard for me to beat it because for whatever reason, Persona 5 is the only thing that will keep my attention span from my monkey brain, you know, just going going at these RPGs. Hear me out. Yeah. What if I'm thinking 
thinking for a future podcast episode here. What if we all came up with uh, not a complete comprehensive list, but like a list of games that we have started, almost finished, kind of in the middle that we want to finish and we list them all. And then we pick like a month and we just smacked all those out and cross them off the list and see you can get the most off in a month. We could try, but my <laughs> we, we could absolutely try. My issue is, is my backlog is disgusting. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. I've got, so what if we all pick to like 10? Okay. Maybe yeah. we all have maybe. 10. That's oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. We all, we all have definitely at least 10. have 10. My, sure. my, my problem is little... trying to get into like oh, 30 ahead, of them. Go ahead. I was going to say that's, that's the issue. My problem yeah, yeah. is like, I'll make a list of like 40 games that I have that I haven't actually beaten. And it's like, well, where do I start? That's, that's going to be, that's going to be, but that's my problem <laughs> is that I have too many games. So pick 10. That's what I mean. We all You're, pick you 10. Guys are right. We pick a month. We'll, we'll come up with a month that is light in games. Maybe that's like early next year or something. And then we can all every week for those four podcasts, keep each other accountable for really knocking these games out. Cause I for sure could come up with 10 in like 10 minutes. I like this idea a lot. Um, number yep. one, it'll help my, it'll help me from buying more games too, because you know, <laughs> you get that, you get that watchful eye because you're like, I don't have that feeling anymore of a new game. And then you just kind of start looking at all the different platforms you have, all the apps for the platforms you have. Yep. So I like that idea. Uh, as a sneak peek, can you guys think of one game in the last two years that you're embarrassed that you haven't finished? Red Dead Redemption I, 2. Red Dead Redemption okay. 2. I'll say, uh, wow. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'll say uh, Returnal. Oh, my yeah, like, goodness. You didn't finish that? I, ne- I got to like the fourth biome, whatever okay. the freezing biome is, and I never mm-hmm. finished it after that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like for me, all of my friends have told me like, dude, Red Dead Redemption 2 is like such a classic. It's such a good game. And I imagine it is. It's a Rockstar game. The story mode is going to be fantastic. Mm -hmm. But every time I load up that game, yeah, uh, every time I load up that game, I know it's going to be a slow burn. And I know like it's going to take me forever um, to get anywhere. It's the same thing with the original Red Red Dead Redemption. I never finished that either. Yeah. but like in when the okay. undead nightmare came out, all I did was play that zombies mode. That was so much fun. So it's, you know, the mm-hmm. red dead redemption series mm-hmm. for as a whole for me is almost like my, uh, what is it? Forget there's a, there's like a, Oh man. My white elephant, I guess. No, that's not, it. that's not the word. I don't know if it's kryptonite, <laughs> but that series, like I just, I should be fin I should be able to finish it and I should like it, but it's just that, like, I know how slow they are, and that always, you know, I'm I, I'm, I'm looking to get to the next. Put Elden thing. Ring on there. Oh no, you will get back <laughs> to Elden Ring. Yeah, but I'm not putting that on my list of things to knock out in a month. I won't even oh, finish no. that. <laughs> no, Elden Ring took me from the release date. It took me till like mid April or late April to be like it was a slow. It was a it's a, it's a different type of slow burn, but it was a slow burn yeah. for me yeah. as yeah. well. True. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to completely um, derail us, but that idea came into my no, head. I, like and I was that. like, "That sounds like an awesome idea." It is. No, I like that. Um, what? You missed the big uh, one. Oh yeah, there's. I just wanted to go through. <laughs> there's um, Mario and plus Rabbit's gameplay, which is nice. Good to see that Bayonetta three. Um, mm-hmm. just reinvigorated 
uh, invigorated me. And I just wanted to say, Barry, we could talk about it later, but I started Bayonetta again because of that and because you were playing it. Uh, side note, um, It Takes Two coming to the Switch November Sweet. 4th. And the bi- before the big, big one, there is Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe coming out February 24th. Yep. 30th anniversary of Kirby, which blew my mind. I... I'm I'm looking for a person that says Kirby is my jam because I think we all like Kirby. But the more I talk about these Kirby's coming out with like really any person who relatively plays games, we all played like the Game Boy version, like me. I had Kirby on Game Boy. It was great. That's why when they added that level to the original Super Smash Brothers, I was like extremely excited. It reminded me of the first boss you play. I'm always mildly excited for Kirby, but never majorly. But it's good to yep. see that they keep their like Kirby's gotten. Kirby's the one actor that disappeared, or feel it felt like they disappeared for a decade, and then they came back and did like three movies. And you're like, where where have they been? Yeah, you know, like that's what it feels like to me with this recent these recent installments, because they're essentially. Like that's three games within what a year and a half of each other, a year. It's yeah. something like that. So we're getting that. And then we have the big guy. I'm excited about the big guy, but I know Barry, like Barry, you can announce it if you want. I don't want to no, like, ruin go ahead. it. No, go ahead. No, you're Barry never feels beat, like never be Breath of the Wild. Oh, uh we got not only <laughs> we got what was it like a was it like a minute and a half trailer? Something like that. Yeah, I don't I know. It, it, it felt like I'm pretty it sure it was like 45 eight. seconds. If I'm pretty sure it was 45 seconds, is what it was. <laughs> it, felt, <laughs> it, it felt like it felt like eight years for me because I was just so excited. So <laughs> we get a title: Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and we get a release date, which is May 12th. Ironically, my wife's birthday. Oh, I thought it was okay. the 23rd. And she's not a big Zelda person, but I am. But that's what she's getting for her birthday. I, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was May twelfth when they released. I'll take. I'll yeah. take a look at it real quick. But go, go into it. Re- yeah. I- yeah. Uh, now I want to. Ra- I'm gonna get her that and wrap it and literally have her open it up and then I'm just gonna take it and put and play it. There you go. Um, but the long-awaited sequel to yep. the best and, in my opinion, and feel free to make fun of me for this, the best-looking switch game craig's right based off of how based off of how it's may 12th okay yeah yeah, may 12th we finally get tears of the kingdom we're getting the amazing zelda created world with an extreme level of verticality which is going to make it i don't i like i i'm just i'm through i can't wait i can't wait now I don't know about you guys. When I saw that, part of me was like, this would be a cool time if they announced a new Switch, like a better Switch. So when they were getting towards the end of the announcements, I couldn't watch it live because I was getting my hair cut. But you know, when you watch it on YouTube and you see like the little sections, so you know, but you don't like to spoil it by clicking over it. I thought that the remaining two announcements as I was looking at how much time was left with my remote, I thought the remaining two announcements were going to be bam, bam, like those two. And I'm okay with them not announcing that 
because to be honest, the original Breath of the Wild looks so darn good. It took my breath away if I could be as be as funny like guys. that. See you later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm ex- I'm excited for the new one, and it's really kind of a liberating to have a date because we know we know it's coming. We know it's coming. It's really liberating, even if it's pushed back for some strange reason. It's just fe- really liberating to have an actual date for the second Zelda in on the Switch. So yeah. I don't know what you guys thought when you saw it. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Uh, no, I'm pretty excited for it. It did give me, and one thing I'm hoping it kind of leaned into a bit more, is Twilight Princess vibes. Uh, definitely in the logo. Mm. If you look close enough, like the Master Sword digitizes a little bit into like a green and black um, shading, which definitely reminds me of um tw- uh the uh, twilight princess also i'm pretty sure what you were collecting it's either in twilight princess or skyward sword you collect tears in the in wolf form or in skyward sword it's tears uh they also went ahead and like somebody went in and like frame by framed it is the ex- same exact like drop animation from where link like jumps off in uh skyward sword mm. it's the same exact jump off animation as it is from there in this game so, like, there's a lot of similarities that seem to be calling back to previous Zeldas. I just wonder whether or not, like, is, it, you know, if, if they did mention it's tears, is Zelda dead? Did Zelda disappear? Is she in, like, that Twilight Realm where maybe, you know, Midna is, who is a big fan favorite uh, from Twilight Princess and I think in the Z- Zelda series in general. So it's, I, I want to see them pull from the other Zelda games a little bit while like they still, they're, they're obviously innovating in however they're going to do breath of the wild. I just want them. And as Craig knows as well, I want them to do more main dungeons. I don't, I really didn't care Mm. for the 105, uh, mini dungeons that you got to go through that, you know, sometimes make you want to pull your hair out, like make more main dungeons. You don't need to have, you don't need to have a hundred odd some mini dungeons throughout your entire world. It doesn't need to be like that. And for some, that'd be overwhelming. Did, yeah. Did, did you just go full conspiracy theory on the trailer? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, I think it looks okay. I'm not. It's not the intended audience. You know, it's not me. So it looks to me. I'm just like, yeah, it looks like a Zelda game. I'm sure it'll be fun for everybody who likes it. I just, for whatever reason, cannot get into them. But I'll still give it a try because I always give Zelda games a try, hoping that it's the one that's gonna latch on yeah. and, and you know connect with me. So maybe this is it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, hopefully this one will be your the your Demon Souls. Yeah, you know where you get on, and then you start wanting to play other ones. Um, there are sweet. two games in the next year that I am perfectly content and I am confident will be exactly what I want, no matter what. And that's God of War and this upcoming Zelda. Well, that okay. well, God Those of War is two this year. that I am one hundred percent confident. Yeah, God of War. Well, that's November, what I'm saying. W- within the next, well, within oh, okay. the oh, yeah, next yeah. year, like from gotcha, from okay. now, from this yeah, moment. So within within the next. From this yeah. exact moment, there are two games this that time I just frame know of this universe. they are going to. Yes. <laughs> in this time frame, in this particular universe. Yeah. Those are definitely um, two franchises you can count on to not let you down, for sure. Yeah. But um, I think that's really all from the direct, unless you had something else, Barry. 
the only the only thing I wanted to mention was another big get since um Goldeneye is coming to the uh N64 uh expansion pack. They're adding Pokemon Coliseum. Uh, and that is completely yeah. awesome for oh, any of us right. who played Pokemon Coliseum. And those mini games had no right to be as fun as they were, and they were so they much fire. fun and awesome. So yep, they were. Uh, it's it's going to be so much fun to like be able to go through and play those mini games in Pokemon Coliseum because, like, I'll be honest, the fighting was a little bit boring. Like, what was nice is you had all the Pokemon like that you wanted to fight with in your like party. You didn't necessarily have to go and collect them like in other Pokemon games. Where in Coliseum, you know, you just have them. So, or no, Stadium. Sorry, it's Pokemon Stadium, not Coliseum. Coliseum is yep. a completely different game. Uh, so, awesome. It's nice to see that uh, like more bigger titles from the N64 are coming for there. I'm just waiting for Glover still. I don't know where Glover is. We, we need Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, too, with Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 coming. I'm going to point right at the camera. I'm looking at you, Nintendo. Stop being cowards. Give us a Game Boy emulator. Give us Pokemon so that we can build our party in Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow and yeah. take it over to Pokemon Stadium. Oh, that would be sweet. Well, Don't no, they allowed that. Yeah, they they, yeah. they did that. Like the, the I, I remember doing that as a kid. Let me do it again. So give me my Game Boy emulator, please. You know, it's a, an, another side note. That is probably the earliest version I can remember of like what it would essentially be what we would consider airplay or... Yeah streaming from because like you essentially yeah. took something from a game boy screen and you, you played with those pokemon on your game boy screen on finally your large television and yep. barry you reminded me of that because you said that it, the fighting wasn't necessarily fun no like yeah. in the animation style but like seeing the dragonite that you bled you know blood sweat and tears like and cried over to get to a certain level fight your friend and destroy your friend's articuno Yep. Yeah, just I don't know about you, but it reinforced some of my childhood friendships. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or so ended them. It sounds and, like yeah, or ended them. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Pokemon definitely does that. Yeah, I mean that would be like, I think that would just get so many people if they haven't already signed up for the Switch Online to sign up if they were like, hey, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, Green, Silver, and Gold all available on Game Boy Emulator. Game over. Yeah, Mike you know, I'd play through all of them again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, man, 40, 43 <laughs> minutes in, do we didn't even talk about the state of play? Uh. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're on a roll. Let me get yeah, through. We, we could do the Call of Duty one real quick. Yeah. No, yeah, go, go do ahead, Call of Duty. Quick. All right. So I'm gonna kind of gloss over it because I know Craig, you played the beta, um, so we mm -hmm. can do that during games. But um, I watched like a whole bunch of streamers go through Warzone Two, um, just to kind of get a feel of how that's gonna look hoping that it'll draw me back in. Um, I think it's going to. A couple of things I noticed. Looting is a lot slower, more methodical, um, which I appreciate, trying to slow the whole game down. Um, the big one that I thought was super cool was the closing rings. I don't know if you guys saw that, but mm -hmm. the multiple closing rings. So like you'll have your big main one, and then when it starts getting smaller, it'll split into three, and they're not connected. So you may be over yeah. here, and you may clear out that circle, and then you just kind of wait until it comes back together. I think that's a really cool new idea. Um, that is. Other than that, I mean, it, it looks like Warzone to me. And it seems like the people playing it, it handled like Warzone. Um, new map seems cool. Got airport in there, right? So Terminal I'm excited. Well. Yeah. Terminal, yep. I don't know. I'm excited yes. to try it out again. 
Um, I'm excited for Call of Duty. But yeah, that's, you know, I just wanted to kind of gloss over that real quick. No, yeah, I'm excited for Warzone 2. I will definitely be giving it another shot uh, when when Modern Warfare 2 comes out. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably that's that's an interesting idea that I think might reel me back in as well. Specifically, the separate rings like yep. that's very simple yet a great idea. You know, super smart. Yeah, super smart. So um, the state of play. State yeah. of play. Uh, well. Let's say the Nintendo event. I know I said before the podcast, Barry, that like it it was juicy and not juicy to me, but like I feel like it was a lot juicier than the state of play, to tell you the truth. I mean, I did like so they did have a Tekken 8 trailer, yeah. which was nice. It was really fun trying to identify because like I saw Jin immediately, but I was trying to kind of identify whom else uh, they were showing there. This is a weird time for me for to, for a Tekken, but I think that might be what makes me play it or what makes me excited about it. Uh, the fight sequence looked pretty crisp. I mean, I know it's like trailer. It was gorgeous. It was, yeah. it, was, it, was it was yeah, gorgeous. yeah, like those those lightning effects, yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, I would. I really wish like I could get into fighting games. I just suck at them. But like I watched mm-hmm. Tekken Eight, and I'm like, damn, that looks fun. That looks like right. fun. Yeah. I want to play it. But then I get it, and I'm like, oh, I suck at this game. I forgot. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with playing offline, though, and having a good time. I used to do that all the time with the Tekken, shelf life is just Soul so Calibur. limited. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I was perfectly yeah. happy with Tekken and Soul Calibur playing offline for yeah. hours. Well, like we were different kind of gamers when we were young. So when those te- like. I don't yeah. I I think that's what it is now because I don't like fighting games anymore either but I have mm-hmm. a long track record between like 9 and 15 of loving fighting games. Yep. And I don't know where it went, you know, besides Smash, uh which I always like Smash Brothers like no matter how old I was, but if they're going to sell people like me uh who haven't played a Tekken in a long time, that's what you need to show me and I'm going to keep my eye on it because it looks great. And I just hope it has like this. I hope it has the classics like like the king, uh, obviously, like a Heihachi law, you know, um, Eddie Gordo. Yoshimitsu, Yoshimitsu, who was made, who is, who has made his way into 85 other games because he's just dope. And he has a he has essentially a unlicensed lightsaber that he fights with. That's curved. I always like thought that was hilarious. But anyway, um, that was a big one. We're getting it for the VR2, Star Wars, Tales of the Galactic Edge. Great game. Yeah, and I like I like trying to get it hyped for VR2, which I know we're still in the news segment, but I also, with that, heard that VR2 is not going to support v, uh, PlayStation VR mm-hmm. games. Yep. Not a surprise move, though. I mean, that's, that's kind of what we get now. But um, in any case... Uh, that looked great. I don't know how you guys like. Are you guys jumping on that? Like, are you jumping on VR two in general, like PlayStation VR two or not? I use my Quest so much. I just don't have a need to buy this too. There's no. no I'm the exact same way. Yep. And these games that they announced, like, I already have that Star Wars game on my Quest. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I already have it, and I've already played through it. So to me, I'm like, yeah, that's an awesome game. But uh, I've already played it. So it really comes down to, all right, what's the exclusives? And it's the Horizon game, which looks cool, but I'm sure it's short. 
right? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm gonna sure be disappointed in the fact I probably can't play that because, like, I, yeah, like yeah. to buy the PSVR two is going to be another five hundred, four hundred dollars, most likely. Yep. yep. So, and and I really want to play that Horizon VR game, but I can't justify spending five hundred dollars for one for. No. Not only a, a VR system because I already have one, but then on top of that, you got to buy the game still. Maybe it'll come yep. to VR. Yeah. That would be great. Sony could just bring their games to VR. That'd be awesome. Be friends with that Facebook. Cool. What's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, it'll never happen. <laughs> I know. I, I, mean, I know. I, yeah. In the perfect world. Yep. Um, I just uh, also there is going to be another like of uh, like a dragon that I'm not going to finish playing, but I'll probably play 30 hours of. Uh, excited for that February 2023 that Yakuza series is interesting I don't know if anybody else has this problem listening watching or the two awesome gentlemen that I am looking at right now I can never finish one of those games I I, I play it it's Craig awesome loves the story the, is- Craig, oh here he goes he's whipping it out he's whipping out his Yakuza I do I do, I do like them but hold on let me just show you this right this will show you I've played one two three four right six was the last one as okay. you'll see still plastic still, wrapped yeah, from the day up. i bought it that's it's, got it they're just they're hard to finish you know what i they're mean they're hard to finish and they it's are. like you don't you can't complain about the game like if you were to ask me why haven't you finished them i besides the 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 standard gamer drag that happens mm-hmm. i couldn't tell you they're good the stories are well yep. written they usually get amazing, not usually, like almost always have phenomenal voice actors. Yep. And the gameplay's great. Like a Dragon is supposed to be to, to touch more with the RPG type of gang, which I thought was awesome because they're taking the Yakuza, the Yakuza series and they're making it more, um, they're more RPG and also creating a amazing character like they did with the others. Anyway, it's coming out, probably going to buy it. I'm probably going to play 32 hours of it. <laughs> And it's going to end up on the list that we're subsequently going to finish in a month. Yep. You know, because it's going to, it's going to, um, stellar Eve. I've had my eye on the project. Oh, sorry. Stellar mean, blade. I combine them. Stellar blade. I, yep. Yep. Formerly known as project Eve, which I yep. did my best. And I did to remember because that stuck out to me when they originally were showing it. I was like, I'm going to want to play that. Yeah. It looks so cool. looks cool. Um, it's great. That also, we have game a name. of the year. No, it might. I'm, I'm, I'll be more serious about that one than the originally spoken game of the year <sighs> call out that Barry said. But well, no, remember that's going to be the game of the for game of year next year. Soul Hackers Two is still nope. the it's still top five game. You, you haven't know, game. even played Soul Hackers Two in in no, weeks. I'm, <laughs> also, I'm talking about your Fire em- Emblem call out. Earlier oh, okay no yeah so yeah it's going to be between two anime games like gaming might as well just stop they might as well just <laughs> quit because like those two games that you can't compete with them oh my yeah. god anyway. uh, we do have a year we don't have a month and a day yet but it's going to be 2023 which is completely fine the beginning of 2023 is going to blow our minds with game releases it's a star-studded cast it's basically an oceans 11 with like eight less people but anyway um in the beginning of the year hogwarts legacy uh, there's a haunted hogsmeade yes specific i believe it's specific to the playstation for a year um for a year mm-hmm. they Is already this showed a good start- segue two two Ooh, did we oh, did yeah. all do the quiz did we all do the we- quiz do we all remember our houses i did i do i have it on my phone yeah this will be a segue all right so yeah that's coming <laughs> out ha- haunted hogsmeade 
They showed us dark gameplay before showing this haunted Hogsmeade, but this is going to make it even darker with Harry Potter, which is nice because dark Harry Potter is great. That's why we like the subsequent Harry Potter movies as opposed to the earlier ones. We like the earlier ones for a specific reason, but when people start dying, that's when it gets real good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was I was Ravenclaw, Barry. Okay, I was hoping we were all going to say it on go just because I know it's not going to work and it's going to sound stupid. I am a Slytherin. (laughs) I'm not surprised you're Slytherin at all. Really? You're not surprised? No. Really? Nope. Oh, nope. yeah. Do, do that. Ju- wow. Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. I'm kind of scared. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, though, uh, our Patronus, my Patronus charm is a crow. Okay. Uh, and my wand is made of larch, whatever the heck that means. I didn't do the other two yet. Oh, okay. Uh, what about you, what's Craig? Your, I was going to say, what's your guy's best guess for where I ended up? You're probably a, yeah. You're probably like a goody two shoes Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. Hufflepuff. So means... I did this with my, I did this with my wife, right? Yeah, next you to had, her. she had to keep you accountable. Yeah, I did the same <laughs> thing. My roommate kept me accountable well, as well. <laughs> for those of you who saw the episode with uh, my wife Leanne in it, or for anybody who actually knows her, you would guess immediately what house she's in. I don't know if her influence is like rubbed off on me, but I ended up Slytherin. Uh-huh. Yo. Craig and I is Craig and I in the snake snake clan. So my (laughs) guess, my Patronus is also a crow. Interesting. Uh, Like I got a so and my wand is made of aspen. But I think I'm attributing it to when you get into your 30s and you start getting more cynical about things because I answered when I answered those things, I felt Slytherin in some of my answers. (laughs) It was like, which one do you like, day or night? I was like, night, night, (laughs) you know. It's just yep. like, are you going to, if you had a choice to save the, the, the records of all the students at Hogwarts or to uh, take this very powerful icon off of a table and in a burning library, which would you do? I was like, powerful icon. I don't <laughs> care about the records of the students. <laughs> so I'm attributing it to just being 34 and in America. That's why I ended up That's being fair. Slytherin. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I don't. I don't know how many other things you guys wanted to talk about from the PlayStation event. We did get Pacific Drive, which looks interesting. Um, there's the PlayStation Stars loyalty program, <laughs> which I mean, A I'm very be honest. weird, weird system. I, yeah. I've got, I'm not yeah. interested in it at all. I, nope. I might accidentally hop hop on that. Like, and I mean, like they're <laughs> gonna be like, oh, you've earned something. I'll be like, okay, what is it? And then I'm going to get a weird collectible, not an NFT, quote unquote, of something. I don't know. I yeah. it, it really it seems like a weird loyalty thing. But maybe if the only thing you do is play PlayStation and only at PlayStation games, maybe you collect enough of these collectibles to be like, wow, I actually have something cool. And, yeah. you know, what would work is imagine the PS3 PlayStation home. You get these collectibles and you can show them off in your house. Yep imagine yep. that if only playstation home was a thing again but it's not <laughs> yep. yeah but it's not i don't do like the nintendo points i don't ever mess with that either the only thing i do is the uh the one through you the microsoft rewards right that you get yeah. from like yeah. using bing or like you know doing uh game pass stuff and the only reason i do that is because it auto renews my points every month for a ten dollar microsoft gift card 
which I think yeah. is perfect, yeah. right? I'm playing the games anyway, accruing these imaginary points, and I still feel like I'm getting things out of it. So it's very simple to make it worthwhile. And I feel like that's the way to do it. This PlayStation one, I'm just like, yeah. I don't think I'm going to care enough to want to get into it. Besides copy and pasting, I don't think any any loyalty program is going to be as good as Microsoft Rewards. Yeah, it's just it's just more beneficial. There's more things you can buy with your point system. You can use it towards everything from like a pro controller to like Microsoft Word. Uh, yeah, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, Word. yeah. Or Dunkin' Donuts gift card. <laughs> yeah, but like that's what works for them because yep. Microsoft has obviously integrated past gaming. Gaming is a huge part of their business acumen or whatever. But like it's. Good word. Good word there. Yeah, that was nice. Thank you. But you can, but you can like expand it so that you can yep. bring it over, and you're like, hmm, maybe I want Microsoft 365 this year. Like, I, yeah. I'll use those gaming points or whatever. So, you know what they could do? I'll throw this out there because Sony has a big, somewhat big presence in the movie industry, right? So why not, in a, some sort of way, with this loyalty program, allow us to rent digital movies? You know? And they already the and what's nice is on Sony TVs at least they already have the Bravia Core uh, application right. which does show Sony TVs so if you can link that or sorry Sony movies right. so if you can link them up in a way mm-hmm. that'd be that would be a pretty good loyalty program I I, I would agree with that yeah yeah uh, so then uh, the big the big reveal is the controller right yes yes <laughs> and it's ugly yeah no yes. I love it right. I really sorry. like really? it. really. Yeah, I, lo- I love. I think it. it's. I think it's awful. <laughs> I was bought- good. No, I. It's just another controller I'm gonna buy, and I'm gonna have like a fourth or fifth controller. I have the purple one. I have the original one. I have a maroon one, and now I'm gonna have a pro one. But that's just my my problem. But yeah. I'm, I'm excited about it. It it looks formidable. Yeah, and that's uh, what and- I like about it. Yeah. And then the trailer. Uh, yeah. We, I thought it was, it was funny to be like, here, we have one more thing to show you. They showed the controller and I was like, okay. And then <laughs> they actually showed like the story trailer for uh, God of War. To be yes. honest, I, I would have been com- like, and I, I'm kind of on a double edged sword here. I, I watched that trailer and I was like, I'm ready. Like yep. Kratos, Kratos. And I know this line has been memed to death. But Kratos eventually goes, death can has have me when it earns me. And I'm like, OK, yeah, just give me the game. Just give me yep. the game. Kratos, me whatever. The game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to I, I want to see Kratos just go bat, you know, bat crazy. Yep. But on the other side of things, I kind of was. Re- and I'm glad that there isn't so many things that like they showed off in the story trailer. But I really didn't want to see much more of the story. I I want it to kind of be as much of a mystery as possible just because I like those types of things where, you know, the least you I know about it going in, the yep. more is discoverable and the more feels like my moment instead yeah, yes. of um, instead of one that's shared. Um, what did you think of Thor <laughs> or like the very small? I like it. Did you like like did you like how he looked? I mean, yeah. you didn't get like a full we didn't get like a full he, like here he is for 10 seconds but we got we definitely got like those like real quick showings yep. of him yep so not only am i, I a white girl for greek mythology i'm also a yes. white girl for norse mythology this norse this norse mythology or interpretation is much more true yep. to what okay. uh, they have him like he's not like in in the norse mythology he 
he's a very cocky of like god and he's also like he's extremely like lazy like the way they have him like built (laughs) yeah this is the son of the god of all gods odin and he's pretty much had everything handed to him on a silver platter other than a couple other times in um in like norse mythology wise but i i really love everything they're doing about it you got to see um like the wolves as well the ones that chase the moon and chase the sun and everything like that i just um I'm really excited for their interpretations of what like the Norse mythology is going to be like, because many people look at it and go, oh, you know, Loki is a trickster in a way, because like we have these images from the Marvel movies where I think Mm -hmm. God of War is going to completely tear down those um, those things because it's their game and they already have Loki in it. Sorry, spoilers, but I guess I didn't say who Loki (laughs) is, so no spoilers, Um, spoiler, not spoiler. Yeah. So excited that th- that trailer like pumped me up so much uh, for it. And yeah, it but I don't confirmed. want any more. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, don't want to no, see any more. Good... Just leave yep, it alone. Yep. yep. We have point. the release date. Just just let us marinate on that trailer for the next month or two until we get it in our hands. I'm good. Yeah, I am. So I, yeah, I am so close to replaying one. Like Ugh. I am. So, you have I, enough games to play. Stop. Exactly. It. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like I, I it's the same thing where like Craig and I have a backlog and we just play Apex instead. Yep. So it's, it, it's that thing all over again. But yeah, that's there we go. Uh, an hour of news. We hope yep. we I hope we literally touched everything you guys wanted to talk about, like other than what was mentioned. There was um, Rise of Ronin from Team Ninja as well. That's yep. something that yeah. looks to be another. Uh, apparently, it was a scrapped game from Team Ninja brought back and, you know, brought brought on the PlayStation. Uh, definitely between the two, I'm definitely more the Nintendo Direct was a lot more meatier, a lot more juicier in a way. The yep. state of play, like, it was fun seeing the interaction on Twitter because Nintendo, like, showed the state of play and then uh playstation goes oh hey look we're the next day like or no later that day like big gaming news and it's like okay like not definitely as important as what the nintendo one was but you know nice try sony (laughs) yeah overall wow uh super excited for the future of gaming we're i think we're like i've never felt this way but i like people have mentioned like this has kind of been like a slower year in games because of COVID and we're finally getting to see all these games released. I know I haven't felt that way because all I do is play video games. Uh, yeah. But I can definitely see like with all these major releases now coming be like, wow, this is like when we're starting to see everything come out. Yeah. So games this week then, guys. Uh, for me, it's going to be Temtem and NBA 2K23. How about you guys? I'm going to focus in on one game and one game only. Metal Hellsinger. Ooh, I'm uh, gonna focus on two games. Well, All one's right. the beta from Call of Duty. Yep. And then I also played Steel Rising as well. Okay. Nice. So cool. I'll talk, I'll we talk got, about that guy. We covered we're definitely well rounded. Yeah, we're well rounded yeah. this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll go over my two games because I was supposed to play them last week, but I yes, didn't you get were. The time. <laughs> uh, not my fault again. NBA 2K23 of there isn't much to say that hasn't already been said by craig definitely feels like another nba game uh the shop meter i do admit i do feel better about i think Mm -hmm. i see it a little bit better this year so i'm making more of my shots 
I went ahead and did a little bit of the Jordan era mode. And yeah. I, I definitely like that. That is a fun mode. Um, it's fun for like the challenges wise where it tells you, you got to score all these points and then it kind of cuts to the iconic camera angles that happened in like Jordan's career. It's uh, it's a pretty fun game mode. I kind of like that sort of aspect. It's a different type of thing and gets you away from the pay to win story yep. mode that they want you to pay now. Uh, and to be honest, like I know we talked about it last week. I haven't even started the story mode just because I'm like, man, I got to save up money. I gotta save yeah. up money in order. To I gotta go. save up money. <laughs> I gotta save up money in order to make my virtual NBA player better than he is. So that's yeah. just. It, it sucks that that's the way it is, and like, I I really really hope they get like I know they get so much money from this. I know they're not gonna go away from it, but God, do I wish they'd stop leaning into it so much. Make it easier. Make yeah. it so I don't have to play ten games to gain one overall. No one likes the. I don't know a single person that likes grinding from overall 59 all the way up to, you know, 80 something, you know, high 80s, high mid 90s mm. all the way through. Like yep. there is no one in I, I'm pretty sure there's no one in the world that likes that grind. What's fun about that? Because when you're in like the low 50s, mid 60s, you're just sitting on the bench and you get maybe five minutes to play a game where your player is not not good enough to make to make a difference in the game. And on top of that, he's not good enough to make the shots. He's not good enough to like it it makes me so frustrated at the fact that they make this process so long but they start your character out so badly. Like they're just stop it. And they're not <laughs> going to. I know I'm screaming to no one here and ranting yep. to no one, but <laughs> like we're here for you. <laughs> start start us off mid 70s start us off low 80s or something like that at least the grind isn't that terrible like but you have don't make it so that i have to feel i have to buy 30 to 50 dollars worth of in-game currency in order to even get some sort of playing time in the game because not only that and I, I i'm just going full on into it now um like nobody wants to play with you in my park when you're nope. 60 when you're 65 overall rated like no one wants to play with you. Somebody sees you and they and they go the other way. It's all it, it's it's this weird type of alienation thing that NBA 2K23 is doing where if you don't have the money in order to make your basketball player good enough to like play my park or don't feel like grinding for what feels like at least 6 months of only playing NBA in order to finally be able to maybe play a game and maybe be a little bit decent. I'm sorry but that's not good for the game of NBA 2K like that. Mm -hmm. Craig's just nodding his head because like I'm I'm like newer into the NBA <laughs> series yeah. and he's he's had this problem for years and I just can't stand the fact that like it it is depressing. It feels defeating when nobody wants to play with you in my park. Like you just want to play 3v3, <laughs> have like a little bit arcadey fun, but then yeah. all of the random players that like you want to queue up with don't want to play with you. And a lot of the times too, I'm like feel like I'm losing my voice here. Um, <laughs> a lot of the pretty, times pretty heated. Yeah, yeah a heated. lot of the times like your friends, like let's say they're 80 and you're 65, they're going to want to play with you because you're not competitive yep, no. as a team because you're all yep. facing 85 to 90 overall players with their own entrances that make them do backflips and stuff like way to make a person feel bad about not having enough money to play your game like 
it's not like that in Madden, and it's not like that in FIFA, at least. Yeah, the ultimate team aspect is there, but I think it is so utterly disgusting and stupid that yeah. 2K NBA thinks this is okay. The sooner you recognize they don't care, <laughs> the better you'll be. Um, and like, again, we always say like, well, the solution is everybody would have to, you know, not buy the game or not buy VC, but that's never going to happen. Right. Cause everybody is either buying, buying the hundred dollar edition, which comes with a hundred thousand VC, um, or they're buying the base one and then dropping another 40, um, or 50 or 60 or 70 or $80 immediately. Right. Like, cause you see like stuff on like, uh, Instagram and TikTok of people being like, you know, their, their girlfriend bought them NBA, you know, for $60. And he's like, all right, well, I still got to spend another 60, you know, yeah, trying yeah. to explain why. And it's just, it's the way 2K is. They don't care. They're never going to change it because they're making billions of dollars off of it. And there's never going to be enough people to stand up against them to make it change. You know, I just, it's never going to change ever. It's going to be this way forever the only thing we can hope is that they this isn't 2k but they don't find a way to do this in the college football game next year yeah oh yeah because i will be devastated <laughs> so now that i've you calmed calm? down okay. from my rant yes tem -tem. I am, yeah, <laughs> zen tem -tem. Moment. <laughs> my zen moment is temtem this week uh it's kind of hard to say whether or not Temtem, I believe, is like truly a really great game because like for me, what I love about Temtem right now is like the discovery of things. Like I have no idea when things evolve. I have no idea what I'm running into next. It's that like new Pokemon game that comes out with brand new, you know, monsters to catch. And you finally get to like, OK, I like this one. I like the way this one looks. Let's see what it evolves into or how do I evolve it? Like that sense of discovery is back with Temtem because Temtem is something that's completely original and doesn't have anything connected to, you know, Pokemon or other catching monster games, monster catching games. There we go. And <laughs> from that point as well, what I really, what I really like as well is just the fact that it seems more streamlined and maybe Scarlet and Violet are more streamlined than ever before as well. But for example, uh, this game has like Pokemon centers just like in in places of random routes. So when your Pokemon are low, you go and heal them. On top of that, all of the battles are doubles. So mm. they're like on top of the fact that they're doubles instead of like having power points to where like, for example, you know how you could only use hyper beam like five times before it yeah. stopped being able yep. to use. Instead, you have stamina points with your with your Temtem that certain moves cost different stamina points. And then from there, like you can decide to the moment you like have less stamina than what it costs to use a move. You can still use it, but it'll cause your Pokemon to go into over exhaustion and then it loses health. And uh, on top of that, like needs to rest the next turn. So in a lot of battles I'm facing, it doesn't feel as just like, cause in Pokemon, it's pretty blind now where you just press, okay, this is the super effective move. Just use it. Battle's over. Yep. In this yeah. game, in this game, it is a lot more strategic. I have to worry about my Pokemon stamina so that they don't like get overexerted and knock themselves out. Certain moves a Pokemon needs, sorry, a Temtem needs to be <laughs> in the battle. We're just going to let you do it. Yeah. Now, 
was gonna come back. Gonna you soon. <laughs> I got. I got to make sure I correct myself. But the door's gonna get kicked down in about thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But Temtem, they have <laughs> certain moves that your Pokemon needs to be in. I did it again. Wow. Just, just, just say Pokemon. We know what you mean. No, no. no. Just check over your shoulder every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> your Temtem need to be in battle for a certain amount of turns in order to be able to use a certain move. So like, yeah, the weaker moves, like only you can bring out your Temtem and they can use it right away. But the stronger moves you sometimes need to wait two or three turns for. And that also like brings in the strategic battle portion of things. And I like that. I like that this game is making me think more than Pokemon does. Uh, and is a little, and is definitely a little bit harder than Pokemon is. The one thing I do have to say about it, though, is that this game is an MMO, so it's online all the time. So while you can play the entire campaign in co-op mode, which I think is awesome, uh, and probably will be in like the new Pokemon games, uh, it needs to be connected to the internet at all times. Okay, that's a bummer. So, yeah, so. Yeah. Like Pokemon gives you that freedom. Hey, I can play offline if I want to. Where in here, the game, like it says Nintendo online required for it. Okay. So um, I actually haven't taken Temtem out on the go. I don't know if, if even I can play it out on the go, um, but I imagine you can't because it's an MMO. So interesting. But it's uh, you know, ju- yeah, just something to think about. I, I enjoy Temtem just because it feels it feels like Pokemon, but it's new. It's fresh. It feels different. And that's good. How many Pokemons out of 10? Uh, <laughs> I want to say like it's a solid eight, eight point five. Eight and a half Pokemons out of 10. Yep. Eight and a half Pokemons out of 10. Eight and a half Pokemons out of 10, Thames. <laughs> Why? Why do I bother? I'll like, leave now. I like, All right. I like where your head's at. Um, He's rubbing off on us. Uh, yep. All right, yeah, so apparently. Metal Hellsinger. This was on my list of things I picked, if I recall correctly, was it not? Yes. I believe it is, yeah. Yeah, I think it was a late edition, but I did pick it. It was. Uh, I am playing it on Xbox. It is on Game Pass. Um, I did notice it's also on Steam, sitting at a spicy 10 out of 10 on Steam. Um, here's the thing about Metal Hellsinger. I think you have to have at least a little bit of a like or love for metal music right um it's the same type of music you would hear when playing doom and it plays just like doom um but it's got that angle of a rhythm game that barry and i both love to death and let me tell you something when you there's like little uh on your reticle on the screen there's like little arrows that are coming in kind of like you know like a ddr or something like that to show you when to hit but you're also going off of like the beat of the song And when you Mm -hmm. start like jumping around and dashing around and shooting demons and reloading on the beat and all that, and you get up to the max combo, which I believe is times 16. And when you get up that high, then the vocals for the song start kicking in. And that's when you hit that like moment when you're like, I feel so cool right now. And like, I'm sitting there like playing and like, I enjoy that type of music. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, my head's bobbing and I'm just blowing demons apart. Um, switching guns and like, you know what I mean? There's a, a decent amount of guns. You have a sword. Um, your fallback is like a skull that shoots out. You know, you hold the skull in your hand and shoot. Um, 
I'm having a ton of fun. I think it's a fantastic game. Again, anything rhythm based, I'm going to be like a sucker for. Uh, it's not very long. There's like five or six levels, so you could probably beat it in like three or four hours. They do have okay. the option when you beat it to like, it's kind of like Halo where it unlocks different uh, multipliers or whatever that you can add to change the experience for yourself. There's leaderboards for each uh, level, so it'll tell you where you're at. Um, so there is replayability there if you like really want to go back and get like super good and try to keep like that time 16 combo from the moment you start until the end of the level. Like that's cool to me. Um, but just as like, just playing it straight through once, which I did, uh, I thought it was fantastic, like super, super fun. I would be interested to see like somebody who doesn't have a like or love for that type of music. Like Barry, I don't know if you're into metal at all. Um, uh, like the thing is, is like new metal for me, definitely. Like I'm not as sure. in, sure. uh, like for me, it's more like Metallica, old mm-hmm. Avenged Sevenfold, that okay. kind of thing. Like that's metal, but it's not what metal is now for sure. Right. Yeah. I would be interested to see like, like in your case, like if you play it right, since it's on game pass mm-hmm. and see if it hits as hard, if you have as much fun as I'm having, cause I'm having a blast, just absolutely cool. loving it. Um, but yeah, I need like a different opinion of somebody's like, eh, it's okay. Like, I don't really get into the music. I don't, I think you'd still enjoy it, even if you're not super into it, just based on the fact of like seeing that hitting that at the right time. And like all that, obviously it's like a, it's a hell based landscape, uh, a scorn based landscape, if you will, if we want to go down ooh. that. <laughs> Why? How, how, how did you do that? Yeah. How did you just manage to that? <laughs> yes. So, so if you is it even that looking like scorn like you bring it up like yeah of course for your i mean it's it's like reference of scorn yeah i mean it reminds me of doom it reminds me of like that scorn like skull and bones like the demons are kind of gross looking you know like uh that style but like i even noticed um like lots of torches right with flames going and as you're like the, the flames are going to the beat of the song too so like everything around you is just like you know what I mean? And it's, it's so yeah, cool. It's all vibing yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's super it's, it's, vibing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would definitely recommend people check it out again. It's on game pass, so you don't even have to pay anything, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. It may end up on my list this year. We'll see. I, um, I remember seeing the trailer and mm-hmm. seeing that they had like, they had like system of a down or yep. like one of the, one of the, uh, musicians from that. And I don't care who you are, you know, yeah, well, I don't care who you are, our age, you know, system of a down. You know, so I was interested to see that there was a bunch of other names. Some of them I knew, some of them I did not. I've gotten a lot more into metal um, sure. since uh, since like, you know, Leanne's into metal. But uh, sure. I I'm not sh- like I'd, I'd give it a shot, especially like that's the whole that's the benefit we talk every week of about Game Pass, you know, yep. and it looks it looks good. I just uh, I didn't realize it was that short. Yeah, it's short. Or, Each level is a, is a song right but it's just like playing on a loop right and then when you get to that max combo that's when you get the vocals but um i mean you could get through each level in probably 15 20 minutes you know it's it they're not very long so yeah it's not a it's not a doom caliber eight hour game it's definitely not it's more they're banking on replayability here yeah okay all right well um I got two here. I sure. guess I'll start with the beta. Mm. So 
if you did pre-order the game on PlayStation, you are one of the people, including myself, who had the opportunity to play the Call of Duty beta for the upcoming uh, Modern Warfare game. And it was it was great. It was great. Like, I think you guys should be excited for it. Now, it's like any other beta or any other limited release. There was like three to four levels that you could play as. So the way it works is... I have it up actually right here. PlayStation pre-orders got this weekend. All PlayStation players will get the 18th to the 20th. PlayStation players and Xbox PC pre-orders will get the 22nd to the 23rd. And then everybody gets it 24th to the 26th. So, yeah, I got to play it a week earlier. It's kind of like a nice thing. You know, with the pre-order aspect, you kind of feel like it. But the, the premise with that, or I guess the addendum to that is... The max level for the entire beta is 30, but you are only able to get to level 15 this weekend. So the catch was, is that you did have three levels, which I think, well, three levels that we mainly played because we did team deathmatch and um, domination. Those were the two play modes that we were doing. And it was nice playing the game because it's, it's just, it's, it's a well-done game already, even with the beta. But the problem is that once you got to level 15, you really didn't care as much anymore because there's only three levels. You know, it was nice leveling up. They even have, like, your daily three challenges that you hit that every game does, which Mm -hmm. gives you a crap load of experience points. But then once you hit level 15, there's no reason to do the challenges. The only thing to really do is to practice, I guess, or get better, um... There was a varied amount of difficulty because you did have the people who clearly own first-person shooters playing, whereas you did have noobs playing as well. So you kind of just got bucketed in with everybody. So you would, you know, be angrily screaming one gamer tags or one person's gamer tag name while also making fun of somebody that you've killed like 10 times because they (laughs) suck. You know what I mean? So like that was the interesting part is there was that varied difficulty. I'll tell you though, with that, haptic feedback on that controller Ooh, the guns feel great first thing that i noticed (laughs) when i went in is that when you're holding that that trigger down that r2 to fire you gotta watch it like they really like that the first gun you get or the first m4 which is what i had when uh i because like you could choose your classes it's like any other call of duty game there's classes uh the main one of the first ones has the m4 and that thing kicked when I held that trigger down, it also is like no attachments on it. So, you know, you can add attachments to make it better as you l- unlock them, but that gun kicked and it was, and it felt like it, you know, in, in the, con- with the controller, it felt like that in my hand. Hmm. So that was a big thing that I liked. Um, the slide, there's like a slide in the game that, was hilarious to me because I, I'm occasionally playing Fortnite again, just like randomly. And uh, the slide felt like a Fortnite slide. We know what that slide feels like. It also, like an Apex slide as well. Don't they have like a really long, yeah, longer long. than yep. humanly possible slide? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a, there's a Call of Duty human possible slide, which was interesting seeing how people were utilizing that. I mean, I know when people are playing these games, especially COD, there's a specific rhythm to going prone versus crouching. Like, 
the great players know when to do it to be to uh, literally dodge bullets but it was interesting seeing people toy Drop with that shotters. slide yeah <laughs> yes bane of my but existence was, <laughs> exactly and uh but it was interesting seeing people uh work with that slide to try to figure it out because when you actually do it you, there's no firing while you do it you have to like kind of like slide collect yourself and then shoot so um as far as the level design, really, really well done. There's like a hotel that's clearly like bomb and bombed in certain areas. So a nice real interior map where which made your airstrikes worthless. And but that's that's something that you, you know, move around by, while uh, by changing your class or changing your uh, your perks and such like that. But they had a good level like that. There's a really cool marketplace level that has it. it it's just it, it looks really, really good. And I can't wait for you guys to be able to try it because it's good to have, it, it, it's a promising call of duty is what I mean. It, it, it's, it's a promising looking call of duty. It looks like multiplayer is going to be fantastic. So when the betas and as the betas open up to everybody else, I recommend you give it a shot. Why not try it? Our game crashed like maybe two or three times, but it was really, it, it really synchronized well. They have some great characters to choose from on both sides. And uh, there are perks that you get for unlocking different levels during the beta. Um, and everything from your, you know, you know, your charms to different type of uh, uh, weapon, you know, skins, things like that. So there's a whole varied aspect there. Great game really excited that got me pumped not as pumped as the god of war trailer would get anybody for god of war but this beta definitely got me pumped to get the game at the end of october the other game i played steel rising it is a it's from the developer spiders it is a soul like set in the revolutionary war which intrigued me because actually deep down i'm a history not buff but i like history my dad was really into history, so it, it wore off on me. Uh, it's set in the French Revolution if the French had created robots, automatrons to win the war. So you got a radical tyranny, 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 whatever. You got a radical Louis the whatever who created these these automatrons and it attacked the city of France. You got Marie Antoinette. She has her own automatron bodyguard, and that's who you play. Name's Aegis. And good customizability with her, but it's an easier Souls-like. It's just an easier Souls-like game. It has everything that you could possibly think of. You know, you have, you have your... Um, you open up specific areas of the map, and then you have your shortcuts. You have a place where you can level up. But what I like about it, because I've been playing so many Souls-like games in the last year, is it is easier. Like, you can pause in the game. There is, like, an easier... Like, like I played the first boss, and he was pretty easy. You know, it's, it's, it's just kind of like a really, really nice setting, really nice gameplay. But if you're looking for something that is an easier or to get you into a Souls-like game, this is something that I would recommend, definitely. 
Uh, the only things that I can complain about it are that the level design is a little drab. Barry, when you and I were talking about uh, Shin Megami Tensai and all that brown, there's a lot of brown in this game. Yeah. And it's kind of, you, you kind of get turned around because they show you the streets of London and you kind of are working your way through that on foot. And sometimes it just looks a little drab. I'm playing it on, like, I got it through Steam. So I'm playing it on my, my gaming computer. But if I had to complain about something, it would probably be that. Uh, the story's okay. You do meet a lot of people from in famous people in French history as you play throughout the game. So they kind of just took a bunch of famous French people. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Leonardo, yeah. And Leonardo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then they incorporate <laughs> the story around them. So I like it. It's not too hard. One random thing, it took me like six game hours to get to the first boss. They do not oh, wow. throw for a souls like game, they don't make the bosses hard or at least the first one I played and they didn't throw a bunch at you. Like I was walking around, like, am I going to fight somebody who's like, I need to talk to your manager. That's what I felt like <laughs> every time I got to a new person to fight. I was like, I need to speak to your manager because I need to fight somebody like, like your manager. So <laughs> I got real Karen with that, but anyway, uh, great game. And if you get it, I don't know if the code is still working, but I got it for Steam for like 39 bucks, which was like the perfect price for it. 35, 39 bucks, whatever, because I don't know if I wanted to pay the full thing for it. But I when I beat it, I can give you a little bit more, but I'm probably only about five hours in anyway. So maybe six. So I guess the big question before we end the gaming section is, did you finish Soul Hackers 2? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. look at that look he at froze that. no he froze we'll wait for him to reconnect no. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> as you slowly move not. out of frame yeah, i know right, right? i'm so close guys but i mean there's so many new games yep. fine. It'll yeah just it, it'll stay unfinished it's yeah. what it, we're, we're at the point of no return for almost yeah. that game yeah. uh so now we're yeah. going to talk about movies and tv shows with me, I've been trying to catch up. Like, I did not realize how many things are out right now. <laughs> like, I was able to finally catch up on Harley Quinn season three. Uh, all really good. Not as good as season two. It ranks like season three is probably the second best one. And then, like, there's the new episodes of House of Dragons every week. I had to watch. I shouldn't say had to. Um, I watched four episodes of Rings of Power now. I'm caught up on that. I'm caught up on Jojo Stone Ocean, an anime from Netflix. So it's like I wanted to actually watch movies. And then I ended up just watching TV shows because it took me literally all week to get through all of those TV shows. So it's mm. like, you know, like one of the things that I've been meaning to watch, I've still been meaning to watch um, like what's the movie with Ryan Reynolds and Chris Evans, the Grey's Man. Yeah, I still yeah, haven't Netflix. watched that. Yeah, I still haven't good. watched that. And I know it's a good movie. Okay. And I know really it looks <laughs> I know it looks fantastic as well. Yeah. Um, but it's like, dang, I still need to watch that. I still need to watch Elvis. That's on HBO Max. Like, mm -hmm. oh, it's yeah. like, man, there are so many things coming out right now. I'm just so overloaded. And like, I want to watch the new cyberpunk uh, cyberpunk edge runners yeah. uh, show that came out on Netflix, because let me tell you, that animation looks gorgeous. Uh, but those are what I watched. And because most of the series are, aren't done like a, 
not done yet. You know, we just save it for another podcast. It's true. Even though like I still spent probably that's four, five, six, uh, and then 12 episodes of Jojo, another six hours. <laughs> I, I, I literally spent Man. like 12 hours watching stuff by in the past two days. And I feel like I've, I feel like I haven't watched anything. I feel like I haven't made a dent. Plus you still got, you still got football on the weekends. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's, it's busy season now. Like I, I I just don't get, and here's here, here's a, a genius idea for all the marketing people out there during Saturdays and Sundays. Nobody cares about your show. Everybody's watching football. That's all anybody wants to watch. Release it when football's not going on. That's all Mm -hmm. you got to do. That saves us from having the stress of not being able to watch everything at once. And then I know you also aren't competing for football because like to and, you know, numbers show already football is the biggest thing in America, like without question. Uh, it's the yeah. it's the biggest revenue bringer. So, like, come on, marketing people. These people should know this. Yeah, um, I will say that I'm having a hard time motivating myself to watch Rings of Power. And I love Lord of the Rings. It's just something about that show is just boring the hell out of me. Episode <laughs> and three like, and four. Eh. I I episode three and four. I've def- I'm definitely now more into it with episode okay. three and four. Episode Here's one and thing. two were took me like yeah. TV shows for me when people like I under I see that, but when people are like yeah like three four five is when it gets good. It's the same thing when people tell me like oh this game's good after like the first 10, 15 hours. Yeah, I, a lot of a lot of times I just won't do it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. Um. So like and yeah, like we still have I'm still watching She-Hulk every week. Um. Yeah. There's all the I'm still I'm almost done with Better Call Saul. Uh. But I did watch one movie this week because I've been wanting to chalk like knock it off the list. I finally watched Nope. Oh, okay. oh. Yes. with no spoilers with no spoilers. Please tell me what you yes. thought. OK, so. The honest answer is I don't know. (laughs) Um, I have a little bit of a worry that um, Jordan is going to end up the next M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Here's the thing. Oh, no. I watched it and uh, my wife can attest to this. We we both watch it because she's been like super excited to watch this movie as well. I watch it and the whole time I'm watching it, we're sitting there and I kept saying it to her. I was like, this is stupid. Like, this is so dumb. I don't, you know what I mean? And then the movie ended. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, you know what? Maybe it's not because it's a movie that you have to kind of like think about. Right. So the next day you're like, wait a minute, this is okay. I see where he was going with this. Um, He's, he's very good about, his movies are always like a metaphor for something else, right? That's just like every yeah. single movie is that way, which is cool to me. And I get what he was going for for this movie. I'm going to go with, I'm not, I still don't know. I think it's a good movie. It's not my favorite. I'm still going to say Get Out is the best one for sure, hands down. Um, I just worry that he's getting, I don't know what the right word to say is, too artistic. Does too, that make sense? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I don't want to say like too full of himself because I don't think it's that at all. I just think it's like, I don't know. There's something about it where I was like, this is it's it's good, um, but it's weird. Um, 
it's really hard to explain, you know, um, I, I even went down like a Reddit rabbit hole of like people trying <laughs> to explain what the meaning is behind the movie. And like a lot mm-hmm. of it, when you, when I read some of that, it made my liking and disliking go more on the liking side. Cause they pointed out some stuff and then I was like, okay, I get it. Oh, I get yeah. what he was okay. going yeah. for. I just didn't see it when I watched it. So I probably have to watch it again. Um, which is never a bad thing when a movie has like replay value for you. Um, it's crazy. It's out there. Um, I mean, it's not a spoiler to say it has to do with aliens, right? It's an alien. No, I wouldn't say it's a a horror movie. It's a sci-fi movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I can say I enjoyed it looking back on it now. It's definitely something I'm going to watch again to kind of figure out my ultimate opinion on it to see if it, belongs on like a top 10 list for me this year but i would definitely say everybody should at least give it a shot i'm just hoping that we're not going down the m night Shyamalan train with him because i'll be real sad you you know what's funny when you slowly started to get to that point Mm -hmm. i was like i really hope he does it and you were like be like m night Shyamalan. (laughs) like no that's why i was because yeah because because I'm wor- I was worried when I saw the initial trailer that that might be the road we're going right. down. Like I don't want to believe it because his first two movies were dope, yep. ironically, you know. And I also think Get Out was the best of mm-hmm. of the the original two. So I'm I want to take a gander at it and then yep. be able to t- and talk to you about it because uh, like I, I I will watch the next five movies he does. But oh for sure, however many yep. he does. But like I really hope he's not going down that road. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Um, uh, I am in kind of a Barry boat because <laughs> I took a look back and I was like, oh snap, I haven't been catching up on things. I started House of the Dragon, and that's great i'm in your boat craig with lord of the rings like mm-hmm. the trailer i didn't see any episodes yet but i I wasn't intrigued enough sure to to like really get into it but i'm going to watch it uh i just wanted it out of the two watch house of the dragon first i have to watch the rest of the she hulk videos but i will be caught up slash done when that series is done because that was that's what i'll just say is it's a funny series and it's yep. and it's great at the same time yeah so they're doing yeah. a great job with that um, I am excited for a random movie called Fall, which came out in August and will be streaming. It's basically about two thrill seekers that climb like an abandoned radio tower. I'm intrigued myself because I'm scared of heights. So I'm watching this movie <laughs> because I can't live the life of somebody who's not scared of heights by going on roller coasters and things. So I just watch movies where I'm not in any danger where people are high up like this movie. <laughs> So my segue for that is I watched a previous the previous movie because I can't watch that yet, but I watched a movie called 47 meters down, which yep. is done. Yep. Yeah. With Mandy Moore. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> there's not there's not a, a wealth of things to say about it. It's a movie with Mandy Moore where she for those of you who have watched Unfriended, she and the girl from Unfriended sound the same when they're screaming. That's one thing I randomly <laughs> noticed, but it's essentially just two like two sisters. One sister is a lot more adventurous than the other. In the beginning, Mandy Moore's character is not adventurous enough, so her boyfriend basically and her are having problems slash leaving her. So to seek a thrill, they go out on a boat with some random guys, which is always how great things start, <laughs> and they end up getting in one of those classic. Uh, 
creeper like staring at shark cages like i want to see sharks without dying cages they get in with their scuba gear the captain of the boat is not questionable but not like entirely like safe looking <laughs> to me he he's like okay he's like i wouldn't you know i would bring more people with me but it's okay you two are together whatever <laughs> but essentially what happens is they get down to a certain di- uh, depth and the the cable snaps and then they go you guessed it 47 46. meters down off like <laughs> So since you guys have seen since you guys have seen it clearly by your reactions, yep. it's really funny now that I'm talking about it because number <laughs> one, when they highlight the actual 47 meters down, yeah, they do that. When they go down, they show the me- the meters going down. I'm like, you don't have to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I could, we know where I you're going. Just, <laughs> yeah, I was assuming you guys were just like rounding or something. Whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So I thought there was gonna I thought there was gonna be more of a shark presence because they looked like some of the shark behavior was behaviors were believable and some of them were like you guys are just taking like a Jaws shark and yeah, making yeah. It, them a, I mean they have to make a movie so they got to make them like a Jaws shark which is essentially just like a like a ridiculously aggressive fix, fixated on killing humanity shark man eater the video game if yeah. I may. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the movie was enjoyable enough. I'm going to say it's a have on in the background movie. I like every <laughs> I was trying Fair. to focus I was trying to focus on it. No offense against Mandy Moore, but like she's she's not going to drive a movie for me, you know, um in terms of her acting skills, so to speak. But they did okay. They did they did mediocre enough for me to be to wonder if the girl survived you know yeah. throughout the movie that was what they did and certain things were believable certain things weren't and it was a movie and <laughs> that's I watched a that's it. a fair assumption for that movie that's how i felt i'm like yeah that was a that was a thing i watched that it. was a thing yeah but, it'll uh, randomly I'm, pop into my head years from now yeah <laughs> But they, I, they're they're doing a new movie, and I just wanted to watch that one randomly. I don't know how I haven't seen it, but yeah. I mean, it's forgettable. So, yeah. <laughs> the only thing rememberable is I was like, "Oh yeah, Mandy Moore did a horror movie, kind of suspense." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, that's going to be it for the podcast this week, guys. Thank you for listening. If you're interested, please make sure to email us at high sensitivity podcast at gmail.com if you're interested in sending us any questions or any hypotheticals or anything like that if you did like it please make sure to share it uh with your friends and review it on your podcast listening platform of choice and if you're watching on youtube please make sure to subscribe and like the video and share it if you liked it as well uh other than that anybody got any closing statements at all i can't i think we're i think we got everything there i think so yeah yeah we're good perfect Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Later. Later.